you make yourself at home and stay with me? And don't you ever leave? Lay down, Sally, and rest here in my arms. Don't you think you are someone to talk? Starting off the Muster Wednesday afternoon, as we do every couple of weeks here, with Sam Grant from Craig & Co here in Gore. Good afternoon, mate. How's things? Good, thanks, Andy. How are you getting on? Pretty good. How's everything with the team at Craig & Co today? Yeah, no, pretty well, to be fair. Um, yeah, everybody's in the office, which is always nice, so um, long may that last. Yeah, we just don't know what to expect at the moment, do we? Because the old sea bomb is um, cruising around at the moment. Everybody seems to be getting struck sooner than later. Yeah, 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 no, it's definitely done the rounds in our office. Um, but yeah, hopefully, and a few of us haven't got it, so we're waiting for our turn, potentially. Hey, Sam, the US has had the biggest OCR hike in 20 years. Um, using US CPI data for April is expected overnight. It should show if inflation has peaked, at some, as some expect, but it's pretty high up there at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, so um, US inflation in March came in at about 8.3%, which was the sort of effectively the highest rate in about 40 years um, in the US. Uh, so effectively as a response to that, as most central banks around the world have done, they've hiked their Fed rate, which is effectively their OCR equivalent, um, by about half a percent, which is, yeah, like you said, the biggest hike in 20 years. And um, I suppose expectations coming out of the US is that, uh, that that hike will hopefully slow down inflation and hoping that it may have peaked, which would be um, a good news story. Obviously, it'll still be probably above 8%, but if we can, I suppose, start to see it sort of turning would be... Um, great indicator and I suppose that's the thing that we're sort of sitting at the moment and it'll make the next few months quite interesting is um, whether inflation has peaked or whether it'll continue to sort of surge on through so um, I suppose everybody kind of expects inflation will be high at the moment um, but it's just sort of how much longer will it drag on or how much higher will it go at, I think is the, the sort of point we're at at the moment. I think a good example of what it's doing over in the States is listening to Americans squeal about the price of fuel, knowing that they get it cheaper, even though they work in the gallon term. Um, yeah, just everyone you see on social media, wherever saying the price of gas is what it is. Um, I suppose it's the same over here as well. It's probably as good an indicator of what the market's doing, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. No, it seems gas or fuel prices or oil prices seem to be one of the first things that move when there's a bit of inflationary pressure and they um, flow through, and they flow through to the consumer very, very quickly as well. You know, as soon as the um, oil prices go up, it doesn't take long for you find it at the pump. And, yeah, I think obviously what we've seen, especially in New Zealand, is a shot up around that sort of 250 to high sort of 270s, I think. Yeah. And it's kind of been bouncing around there for a wee while, so it'll be quite interesting to see if... Um, whether it stabilises or yeah, whether it shoots through or hopefully maybe even comes back. But um, time will tell, effectively, Andy. Well, you just, look at the pro- you just look at the price of diesel in Gore. Um, it's not that far behind 91 now. It's outrageous. Yeah, I know. It always used to feel like quite a bit of a margin, at least in percentage terms. But, uh, yeah, no, you don't quite see that anymore. And then you whack your bloody road user taxes on. Um, yeah, probably struggling to save money there. Sam, the flow-on effect from the Chinese lockdowns has been felt with consumers. The demand has dropped with ongoing strict lockdowns in major cities, now going into its seventh week in a lot of in a few cities. Um, it's had a flow-on effect to New Zealand as well, and this will be ongoing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, obviously, the rest of the world has taken a bit of a live-with-it approach and a bit of an opening-up approach, and China, for whatever reason, has uh, 
decided to go in the complete opposite direction with very, very strict lockdowns uh, due to, obviously, the high transmissibility of uh, the current COVID variants. Um, you know, obviously, stories of people not being able to leave their apartment and after seven weeks of that, particularly in, you know, some of the biggest cities like Shanghai, uh, yeah, that's starting to have a bit of a flow-on effect. You know, I'm sure many of your listeners would have seen some of those maps where they show ships waiting outside Shanghai ports, uh, waiting to get in. Um, obviously, consumer demand in a lot of these big cities is way down because people can't go out and shop, and and obviously that's starting to fly, um, fly through to, I suppose, one with a bit of supply, but also um, the demand for some of our export products, which is... Uh, We've kind of seen in the GDT auction being back about 8%, which is, I think, one of the biggest drops we've seen in uh, quite a few years, to be fair. So, um, yeah, yeah, you know, obviously after a return to inflation and then the Russia-Ukraine uh, conflict and yeah, now this as well, it's just another factor that's uh, providing a lot of uncertainty and a lot of headache, I guess, in global economies at the moment. It just seems to be one thing after the other at the moment, Sam. To put into context for New Zealand, they reckon a serious amount of our wool goes to one of the cities in China that's been under lockdown, and um, this certainly isn't going to help the case for wool. Oh, no, absolutely. And, you know, um, you've seen on the news with, uh, I think, one I saw recently was somebody, uh, the CEO from Sanford, talking about how uh, they've got freezer full or they've got heaps of uh, fish, effectively, which they normally like to send fresh, and they're going to have to freeze it and they're not too sure when they're going to be able to get rid of it effectively. So obviously freezing products uh, lowers the value of it and then you've got all the storage costs and, you, uh, and obviously you haven't got the cash flow coming in. So, um, yeah, plenty of flow-on effects, unfortunately. I suppose the one thing for exporters, um, or the one silver lining, is uh, the, the New Zealand dollar has weakened, which means um, effectively you get a little bit more uh, for your exports effectively. But obviously it's a pretty small silver lining to everything else that's going on, unfortunately. They're talking million of truck units that should have been on the road delivering goods hasn't occurred, and this is just adding to it as well, just to put it into context how big China is. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I suppose it's quite unfortunate because um, particularly here, you know, there's plenty of work, plenty of product to get out the door, and it just uh, uh, just one kink in the supply chain effectively, and it um, slows everything down. And just finally, Sam, next few months, it'll be interesting to see here in New Zealand if we find out if inflation has peaked or if it's going to continue to rise. But we just need to look at the farming inflation, for example, through fuel yet again and fertiliser prices. Farmgate inflation, you can argue, is different to urban inflation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, obviously we've had a couple of months to get our heads around um, um, inflation coming back and coming back quite strongly. And, yeah, like I said, sort of, Earlier, as uh, I suppose we saw at that point about how much higher will it go, or um, or whether it will start to turn around. Obviously, there are measures that the Reserve Bank can take with rising interest rates, which we tend to expect they will as the year flows on. But unfortunately, there's also a lot of other factors that um, are sort of out of our control, particularly sort of Russia, Ukraine, and then yeah, as we mentioned, the Chinese lockdowns at the moment, as well as um, pretty much a few other things going overseas. And I guess, you know, as we've sort of seen this year, as soon as we get our head around one thing, something else seems to pop up at the moment. So, uh, yeah, hopefully hopefully nothing more, but, yeah, you never really know, unfortunately. Because you'll see in your capacity there, Sam, there's no real indicators coming through from um, that's going to dictate anything different apart from inflation possibly just going one way still? Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, I think the only thing that 
with the only certainty we've got at the moment is plenty of uncertainty for the rest of the year or in, heading into 2023, So, um, which is the one thing we don't like. So. Hey, Sam, if anybody wants to get in touch with yourself, for the team at Kraken Co here in Gore, what's the best way to do it? Uh, yeah, either give us a call on 209-0153 or visit our website at craigsib.com. Sam Carrant from Craig & Co's here in Gore. Thanks very much for your time on the muster. We'll chat again. Awesome. Appreciate it. Sam Grant from Craig & here in Gore. Just regarding inflation, it's, um, yeah, it's 6.9% at the moment and hopefully it's just going to, we'd like to see a drop, but there's no real factors indicating anything different apart from going the other way at the moment. So it's a matter of just stand by and see what results from this. Uh, next up on the muster, Wednesday afternoon, Joseph Mooney, Southland MP. That's up next. Don't you think you want someone to talk to?